0: Welcome back to part two of my interview with Vince Shirey. Vince had a 20-year career as a state trooper in Ohio. In 2020, he felt the spirit leading him in a different direction and by faith left a job that seemed secure for the next steps in his assignment. We're picking up in the interview where I'm asking Vince if his belief that God will always work things out for good was ever tested to a breaking point. If you're walking through tough circumstances, then stay tuned because Vince's story will encourage you. So here's the million dollar question. How are people like us who don't settle for the status quo, who value freedom and a life without limits? How do we create extraordinary results in the key areas of life, yet skip the fear, stress, and anxiety that produces regret? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm your host, Tom Herman, and welcome to the Attractively Different podcast. So I'm curious, was there ever a point since then, you know, at 10, when you made that decision where that was really tested, that belief of like, this is all going to work out for my good? Was there ever a low point that like you had to like consciously again be like, no, I'm I'm closer to the end of this transformation of like living by faith. There are people who have these like scars and battle wounds and they are doing their best to just live by faith and they want to have that faith that you're describing Yet they also have just as much questions on the other side, and like sure. really hoping for God to show up. So maybe you would not have a place in your life where it was like that. But did you ever have a place where that that strong conviction of this is what it is and walking my faith was really kind of tested, and be like, "Am I getting this right?"
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I'd say the the probably the biggest challenge um, that I walk through, thinking back, would probably have to be through um, my first marriage. And I know that probably sounds, I'm, I'm talking about all this space stuff and you're like, wait a second, you were married once and got a divorce. The answer would be yes, unfortunately. And that was a challenge because there was instances throughout that marriage where I was challenged with my faith to stay. Even when biblically, I clearly had a reason to end it early. You know what I mean? Infidelity is one of those things where like that leaves deep wounds on anybody, no matter how strong, and how confident you are in anything because it's like man it's that's like that's it you almost take it like it's like you're not good enough like Mm -hmm. man how could you do that I'm not good enough um and then what happens multiple times it's like all right what are we doing here you know what I mean like I remember praying through that um through the first couple of times like and I felt like I had to stay like I didn't want to really stay in that but I felt like for whatever reason for whatever the timing was, or my kid's age, or just whatever the reason was, I had to stay in that marriage and try to make that work um, as best as I could. And it was a struggle. Um, Nobody would have known because I just, I don't, I don't really talk about things like that, because um, I just try to perceive where's the good in this situation. Like I got great, healthy kids they are doing great. I got a good job. Like sure. My marriage is struggling right now. Um, I'm going to work, working the midnight shift and my then spouse is out, you know, at the bar while I'm trying to arrest drunk drivers. (laughs) Like it was like, it was a really, really, really difficult, challenging time for me. Mm. Um, But because of, honestly, because of my faith, because of my ability to pray night, I mean, I was, I, I don't think I prayed more than I did during that time. Um, And maybe that's, that happened for the fact that I prayed so much through that, but it was tested then, like, like, almost like, God, what am I, what are you doing here? Like, am I not good enough? And like, I had a couple of those thoughts and then I quickly, you know, eradicate them, but that would be the most hard time. And then, and then at some point, and again, I'm probably going to get pushed back on this when it, when, you know, I found out for another couple of times that I was cheated on. I felt like at one point I'm like, God, how much longer you want me to, to endure this like really like when can i step away from this and then i finally felt the impression and and again probably get get pushed back that it was okay to go um and that was when i decided that it was time to move on and but i i didn't feel that release the first couple of times like nope you stay nope you stay no nope, you, nope, you stay and i listened but then it got to the point where it was time where i could go and then we walked through that process and then the whole thing and my life is the way it is now um that was a trying time I mean that was really difficult as you can imagine as a man having someone step out and, and do what they did and I'm not saying I was the best husband at that point either so this is you know there's two sides to every story so don't I'm not trying to paint myself into this I was just holy man who was perfect and my wife was cheating on me like there's things that I did to um things that um, weren't the best uh, choices but um overall that would be the most difficult time of my faith being tested and tried and then coming out positive on the other side but once I was divorced and walked through that you know I fully immersed myself in spiritual things meaning uh, just all I did was read and go and read books and go to homeless shelters and help out at church and I just that's what I did my life was that like felt like 24-7 I worked and I was taking the kids to homeless camps and feeding homeless people and doing taking missionaries out for lunch and that's just what i was fully immersed in and that really helped my trajectory my trajectory go up and to the right as we like to say um after that divorce so
0: so i want to like i'm curious that time in your marriage your first marriage where you're like i want to go and you're being obedient to the spirit's voice of like stay yep and how many times you're asking like when can i go when can i go and then like you felt this prompting from the spirit to say like now you can go yep what did you learn in that time where he was keeping you there
1: mm-hmm.
0: that I'm assuming has been vital to this next stage of your life? Like what was that? What was growing there? What was being planted there that has allowed you to be propelled into where you are now?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a tremendous question. And I've thought about that a lot, actually. Like what was the point of all that? And I think I just learned perseverance. I mean, even through something hard, you have to rely on him to get you through it. I mean, I, the timing of uh, Christine and I getting together and, and our marriage, it had to go the way it did. Had I left early when I wanted to leave, I don't know that it, my life would be the where it, where it is right now. Um, if I would have just, nope, I'm leaving, you did wrong, and I'm out of here, you know, and, and people do that all the time. And that's fine. I'm not judging that. Do that. That's okay. Biblically, you can. I mean, it says it in there. But you could argue both ways. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, Perseverance. I mean, you know, battling through something where somebody's making mistakes and you forgive them and you still try to make it work. I mean, that's hard. That's a hard thing to work through. Anyone who's done that and a lot of the generation previous us, they did that. They worked through that. They made it work and they stayed married. And that ultimately was the goal and might've happened had the other person, um, you know, changed their ways and and started to go down the path where they put their marriage first, but they didn't, that wasn't their MO and where they wanted to go. But I learned perseverance. I learned forgiveness over and over and over and over and over. So, you know, when you go through coaching and and we're taught to forgive and you owe me nothing and that sort of thing, that, that wasn't overly hard for me to do that because I've had a lot of practice forgiving and getting over things now there's still wounds there like you, you don't forget but you do forgive and sometimes i gotta forgive again like sometimes things will come up you know an old neighbor where we're in a house where uh we're in a neighborhood where i was at in my first marriage and neighbors bring up stuff and i'm like i gotta rehash that and and reopen the wound and re-forgive and move on again and that's okay because neighbors don't they mean they mean well Uh, But anyway, we just, we, this, this conversation came up a few days ago where a neighbor was bringing up stuff that happened years ago, like down the street. And I was like, why did you bring that up? You know what I mean? But it was an opportunity to forgive and move on again. And that's what you do. You know, forgiveness is vital to being healthy and vibrant. Like uh, you could probably talk to this, Tom, like if you refuse to forgive, that could be the, the, the cause of different diseases in people that's been scientifically proven or medically proven. I believe that or or maybe it's just spiritually where people have forgiven and then the disease is gone or they harbor bitterness and resentment and they deal with like chronic pain and disease because they just will not forgive whatever the case might be. I'm not going to be that person, you know, and and people talk about there's one scripture where God says, you know, you can't be forgiven if you blaspheme the Holy spirit. I think there's two scriptures that you're not forgiven from number one, if you blaspheme the Holy spirit, number two, it says, if you refuse to forgive others, I won't forgive you. So that's, a, that's another key scripture. You have to, you're called, you're commanded to forgive other people. And I, it's not just about forgiveness because really it's harboring that's on you. They, they're they out doing their thing. They're not even thinking about you probably. It's for you to forgive. And then you can come to him and he'll forgive you for what you do as well. So if you're harboring on forgiveness. We're not off topic, but you really need to deal with that.
0: And so, it, yes, it is a powerful thing. And what's fascinating to me about forgiveness is the science is there where there are so many people even in like the non-christian circles who are coaching and teaching about forgiveness because of the like that it has there's a lot of forgiveness that needs to be done with yourself like only releasing someone else but like releasing yourself sure and like forgiving yourself and um, because even the scripture that talks about like how you um to love your neighbor as thyself and it's like if you can't love yourself, if you can't forgive yourself and extend grace to yourself, like, if you're carrying these burdens around, like, how are you supposed to extend those to others if you can't even extend it to yourself? I want to also just ask, thinking about perseverance and, like, that being the fruit of that season, share with me a little bit, like, what did that then make possible for you? that maybe wouldn't have been possible had you not learned how to persevere in that manner.
1: Yeah. Um, gosh, had, had, had I not persevered, and I think i touched on it a little bit, had I not persevered through that marriage, as long as I did, I don't know that it'd be in my current situation now, um, because of that perseverance and the ability to wait and be consistent. Um, And it's, it's, it's transcend that perseverance is something that I'm diligent with, whether, when it comes to diet and fitness and, um, everything. I mean, I think how you do, how you do one thing, my wife says this to me, how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you show up in one situation is how you show up in every situation. So, you know, to be to persevere uh, in situations is just, it is what it is. I mean, I, I, I think that you identify people um and i look to people based on their fruit like you can tell me all day that you that you can persevere i'm going to look at your life and know if you do or not mm-hmm. you know it's it's all fruit of the spirit it's love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self control so do you have self control i will know that just by looking at you if you have self control honestly by your fitness level like if you're overweight you lack self control it's fruit of the spirit it just is what it is and i don't mean to sound rude or abrupt there it just is and uh, it is a muscle that you can certainly exercise, like perseverance, you can grow, I think that you can exercise all these, all these spiritual muscles and spiritual fruits just and ask God to help you with it. Like, literally, like, God, I, I struggle with perseverance, can you please help me with it? He's going to answer that prayer. Like, I've asked God before, like, God, like, I feel like My relationship with you is kind of waning. Can you please like enable me to want to spend more time with you? Like, whatever that looks like, like, call me to want to worship more, call me to want to read your Bible more, call me. Like, why would he not answer that prayer? Like, help me want to make this relationship better. Like, it said, you're as close to God as you want to be. Well, I want to be close to you. Help me with that God, though. Like, help me want to do that. Help me persevere in my diet. Help me persevere, you know, with this this kid or this employee or my boss. Like I've had challenging bosses when I worked for the patrol. Of course, I've had great ones had challenging ones, but you persevere through those. And then you have good people in your life, a good circle who you can call on the phone and say, Hey, my boss did this today. Please help me get over this. So I don't want to wring his neck when I go to work tomorrow. And I call them, my friends and I ask them to help me through that stuff. And then I persevere with their help and their assistance. So community is huge. Mm-hmm. you got to be around the right people. you got to have the right books in front of you. And, and, you know, obviously your spouse helps with that as well. Like when you're married to an amazing, godly, intelligent, wise woman that makes so much difference in your life. Like, cause I've had both, like I've had, where I feel like I'm on an Island and I've had where we're a team. And when you're a team and you're working together, everything's going to work so much better when you're aligned uh, in that marriage. And that's, that's scriptural too.
0: Yeah. I want to, I want to talk about perseverance for a little bit and
1: yeah,
0: how, I want to talk about the idea of like persevering which is what i hear you doing in your story in the sense of like looking for the good like moving towards the bigger vision moving towards the goal what's the difference between persevering and someone like being stuck in their story and loving their story so much that they're maybe calling it perseverance but it never changes so it's almost like they've identified with (laughs) this struggle, maybe they get so much identity or attention from like what they're quote unquote persevering through that they're just like, in my mind, it's not really like persevering. Does that make sense what I'm asking? So
1: it's almost like they're on the hamster wheel and they're not getting off.
0: It's like the way I would describe it is like, um, so say something traumatic. So for example, if someone is if, a 10 year old, you could have your parents divorce That be -hmm. very like, event in your life, and someone can like become almost the victim mentality of like, well, I'm working through this because my parents are divorced, and it's almost like that story never changes, and they just almost identify that. But it's almost like they become in this place where it seems like they're persevering through it, but like, like it never goes away, you know. So if you're in like a church environment where someone's bringing up the same prayer request like month after month, Mm -hmm. year after year, and it's almost like they they're comfortable in that place sure so like i'm not necessarily saying that maybe you had done this but as, as i'm thinking like you were truly persevering through a place that actually created transformation
1: sure
0: and someone can read the same verse of perseverance produces character character produces hope if someone wants to persevere to produce character produce hope and see progress How do they know if they're like truly persevering to get that fruit, or if they're just kind of like believing the story that they're in and like kind of perpetuating this like victimized identity?
1: That's a tough question for me. Um, (laughs) I say it's tough because for me it's, and I wish I could give you an answer on why this is so easy and simple for me to do. And I don't know that I have it. Um, I think you just make a decision to to move on like you just make the decision like I'm not going to be the victim of whatever the circumstances and you move forward and like you you reset you reset your vision for where you're going like yeah sure my parents divorced I could have let that hold me back like oh I'm not with my dad and uh, my dad wasn't around and blah 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 like that wasn't going to be my story Mm -hmm. like give me a break I'm just not going to be that person um you know, like I, I'm just not gonna be a victim. I just refuse to play that role. I just won't. Even when um, things happen and they don't go well in my life, like I'm not, I'm not gonna go and run away and tell everybody about what this person did to me and badmouth them because to me, you're sowing bad seed. Like it comes to sowing seed too. I mean, think about it. Like I want people to um, treat me the way I wanna be treated. So I try to speak highly of most people. Uh, for the most part, or, you know, when things go wrong in my life, like when I was when I went through the divorce, I wasn't running around telling everybody that my ex spouse was cheating on me all the time, like nobody knew, because I'm not gonna I just don't do that. I'm not play that victim card. I refuse to. So it's just a conscious decision that I'm not going to be a victim. Who am I? Who are you? Like, who am I? I'm his kid. Like, I own that. Like, yeah, I go through tough times and he was probably really upset that I was going through that stuff and I was being treated that way. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, imagine if one of my sons is getting cheating on, I'm going to be furious. Like, imagine how God the Father is thinking through that stuff. Like, of course he loves us both, but I don't think he liked that situation. And um, just knowing like who I am, it comes back to identity, I think. I think that's, that's huge. Is identity being rooted in him knowing who you are, knowing where you're going and just really, really truly, like you can say like, yeah, I'm secure in him. But do you really, really know that? Like, believe that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Like, do you know that you're rooted in him for real? Like, is eternity really, really true to you? Like, do you think about the day, like when you literally are going to be face to face with him and talk about your life? Like I've played out those conversations in my mind. I've told Christina about it. I said, like, I can't wait. So I'm standing in front of Jesus. and He's like, he's like, dude, I don't know if I'll say dude, but like Vince, like, what did you think about my daughter? Like Christina was like the perfect match for you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she was so good. And we did all this stuff. And like, what about Noah and Camden and Nathan and Olivia and Joel and your kids? And they were this and that, like, I play all those conversations in my mind. Like those are going to happen someday with the creator of the universe. I'm going to talk about his daughter and how great she was to me and how I treated her. And that's, That's why our marriage is like up here because I know that I'm going to answer for that relationship with him someday. And that's his daughter, number one, his daughter. So I treat her as such and she's a gift. Um, But I'm, I know who's I am. I know where I'm going. And that's why like, there's no, (laughs) there's just not a victim thing in my head. Like I don't, it's hard for me to relate to that because I don't have those thoughts. Like I don't go there. Like I don't, I think back to my childhood, like I had some, Bad instances, but I remember all the good stuff. Like I have this weird ability to like forget all the negative. It's gone. It's in the past. We're moving on, and it's good stuff. Like I can just do that. I don't know how. My wife knows that I can do it. She can. She could have her on. She could uh, agree with all this stuff because I just can do that. And I believe people were placed in my life to help me get there. Like I had an amazing grandmother. Like she believed in me. Like she unconditionally loved me and modeled that for me. Like if there was a race we were making fun of this the other day like if there was a track race I got first place even when I got third in her mind she'd tell the story Vince was the fastest the best he got first like Vince was the best at this Vince was the best at that like she she fed into that like for me and, and it was but it's I needed to hear that like for whatever reason she knew that hmm. and she just believed the best in me and that's how he sees us like yeah yeah I wasn't first place but you like I know that I'm on my, I'm um, on his refrigerator, like my, in my track suit as number one guy. You know what I mean? Like that's how he sees us as his kids.
0: I'm going to add to it if you don't mind. Um, yeah, please. one podcast I did, it was, I put a link to it in the, the show notes was, um, it's episode 17. It's the secret to having more confidence. And I talk about the word decision, the, the prefix, the, the de is means of, or from, and then decision means to cut. So you're basically cutting off. Mm -hmm. the word like literally means to cut off from from something else like so you're when you make a decision you're cutting yourself off from all the other choices yep so even even without articulating that when you're saying i just decided when i was 10 yep i'm going to take these thoughts captive and i'm going to move forward you made a decision that like there weren't other choices that's really good and so because of that decisiveness, because you made a decision, you're able to move into scenarios of your life, like a divorce or someone like infidelity, where it's like, you're still holding true that decision, like, where I think when people get caught up in this, this cycle, we're feeling like there's a quote, unquote, right decision, like, what is the right thing to do, they end up not making a decision. And yet, not making a decision is still a decision right yep and um so one of my favorite authors andy andrews um in one of his books um, the traveler's gift he talks about successful people make their decisions quickly mm-hmm. and change their minds slowly yeah. will fail, where failures make their decisions slowly and change their minds quickly
1: yeah it's good
0: and when it comes to faith so many people think that like Like they're waiting on God to do something. And yet he's kind of waiting on us. Yep. Action. To like make the decision, right? Yep. And so like hearing your story with that in mind, when when you're like, I wish I could articulate it or like say something like you are, like you made a decision. Yep. And you move forward and you cut yourself off from these other choices. And you're humble enough knowing you to like analyze, like to like seek the truth. Mm -hmm. So it's not like your way is the right way and it's never changed. I'm sure, and we don't necessarily have time to go into today. I'm sure there are things that have like kind of been adjusted and changed like as you've grown and matured in your faith and it hasn't been this, it's not the same faith when you were 10 years old.
1: Sure.
0: But the ability to like make a decision and move forward has then allowed God to show up in ways to give you evidence of that faith. Yep. Would you add anything, anything to that?
1: All the time. Like he's, I see evidence around me frequently, if not daily. Like, I mean, ask, ask God to like, show me like that you're real today. And like, just look, it's subtle, but sometimes we're so busy and we're so noisy and we're so distracted that we don't even see the subtle things mm-hmm. that he's doing every single day. In our lives. Like, I look, I try to look for that stuff. I make it a point to try to find something that he did, like something as simple as, like, even Christina wanting certain things, and she'd be like, God, I really wish I had this. Oh, and guess what? It's, you know, someone had it, it showed up. How about that? Like, is that coincidence? There's no way that that's coincidence. And things like that happening in our lives often. Um, sometimes, you know, so he's, he knows us so well that sometimes things show up that I didn't even realize I wanted, and they're amazing. <laughs> So like new friends or something like that, <laughs> or, or a crypto course or whatever the case might be. So it's just, um, he, has a, he has a way of working things out for, for our good and, and my good and our, your family's good that um, just look for it. He's always working. I truly, truly believe that he's always working things out for your good all the time, like without question.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. So Vince, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, if people want to learn more about you, what resources do you have to help them in their journey or where can people find out more about you? Sure.
1: Uh, Shirey, S-H-I-R-E-Y life. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on YouTube. Uh, You'll see our family there. You'll see Skinny with Vinny stuff there. Uh, You can search Skinny with Vinny as well. Um, That's it. We're pretty simple. Like I'm old school, like you know, we uh, we go to the gym or we work out at home. We eat good food. We have fun, and uh, we pray. We go to church. We're like boring, but yet not. If that makes sense, so it's pretty simple what we do. There's nothing and particularly special, but I'd say that we have an amazing bond. Our our marriage is second to none. I'd put our marriage up against anybody's. Like I love this woman like beyond our our amount of intimacy has grown exponentially, and uh, I always tell Christina like you need to you need to coach women on how to be amazing wives and she would be good at it because, and I'm biased, completely biased, whatever, but like she just does an amazing job. Our kids are well-adjusted. They do really well. Um, Our older boys are a testament to that. They're already out of the house and they're 18 and 19 years old and I'm doing so well. It's a testament to her and her ability to just be an amazing woman and she is a coach. So she is, she is a life coach. She's a success coach and uh, she's available as well. Um, to do that for anyone listening who wants to to find out about her if she's available as well um, but yeah if you're into fitness want some fit stuff or um yeah you just want to watch us and and kind of stalk us on youtube you can see what we do in all of our adventures with ice skating and florida trips and alligator hunts and shooting pigs from a helicopter you can watch all that stuff and some more uh continual videos to come from that trip as well which i so still have yet to edit so get ready for those those will be interesting
0: if people want to learn more about Christina's services through coaching, is that through Shire Life as well?
1: Yeah, if you go to shirelife.com, click on Christina, and you'll find her uh, coaching on there as well, and they can see her there. And some of her testimonials and success stories are listed on the website. She does an amazing job. She's my coach. Why do you think I'm so successful?
0: I will. I know Vince isn't necessarily going to toot his own horn on this, but I will say that. Um, I haven't talked a lot about it on this show, but my other business that I'm in, Valiant Trader, or Valiant Trading, we created a course at the beginning of 2021, and Vince has been getting such amazing results by trading cryptocurrency. We have basically recruited him to teach a cryptocurrency course, (laughs) which um, is going to launch, we're going to have a free webinar here um, on March 26th, no, 25th, it's a Thursday, um, 2021. So and that's coming out here if you're listening to it as this episode or these episodes release uh, it's coming up here in the near future and um, if it's past that date and once you're listening to this um, i'd encourage you to to still check it out and um, the course is being developed and it's being created so you haven't necessarily missed the boat and um, but vince has been getting some amazing results just through his his training and seeing how god has has blessed his family in that way yeah. once again thank you vince i do have one final question for you so um, for those listening and maybe I'm gonna push your outside your comfort zone on this, because maybe I'll help you think outside the box. Sure. Who are listening on whether or not they can be decisive? So that's been a theme just throughout just your story here is that you were decisive, you were decision maker moving sure. forward. Um, what would you say to them as far as like I want to become more decisive, but maybe they're kind of stuck in this place of just leaving too many choices open. How would you encourage them?
1: You just have to make the decision and go. <laughs> Like, it's, it's not complicated. It's really not like sometimes. And I used to do a lot of research. That's part of my personality where I research. But where, where I'm different is I is research quick and then I just make the decision and just trust God to work it out. And even if it's wrong, so what? You made a decision. At least you made that decision. So just, I don't know if that answers, just make it. <laughs> I don't know if that's helpful. Like, you got a lot of things going on. Just be decisive, make the decision, and own it.
0: Yeah. It's that yeah. simple it is that simple. And that's, I was kind of hoping you would say that to just like point out the fact that like, it is simple. Like people who are leaving too many choices open, are, like over it, And even just going back to the verse in James, that talks about being double-minded.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it literally says like, you shouldn't expect anything. And so like to mm-hmm. be decisive, especially when it comes to growing your faith um, is a huge thing, because if you're sitting around Waiting for the perfect answer or right answer. Like, how will you know? You know, like you never come. And so, even just like deciding to make a move is going to grow that. So,
1: hopefully, uh, know this too. If it is the wrong decision, the right decision is the next one. Just know that it's coming. It's going to come around. Make a decision, stick with it. And if it doesn't work out, he'll work it out. Like, I left for a position, remembering a story that didn't work out, but the next thing was better. So just know that even if you make a decision and you don't feel like it's the right one, the next one's coming. You got it. Just have faith in that.
0: And sometimes it requires, in my, in my experience, sometimes it requires making what seems like the wrong decision in order to like see the right one, which you may never see if you don't make a decision, making a decision and just like being part of it. Like that's, it's not perfect. Like that's actually progression down the path that, it's not gonna happen if you're looking for the right choice. So it's good. Once again, Vince, thank you so much for your time today. Um, hopefully everyone listening found this information valuable. If you would please rate the show, subscribe, leave a review. The ratings on the show help make the show better as well as get more exposure to help more people. And remember, everything you do matters. God has a specific assignment for you. Go rule that assignment, serve his people and be blessed. Hey, everyone, it's Tom again, and I wanted to ask you a quick question. On a scale from one to 10, how confident are you that you know God's purpose for your life? I mean, there can be a lot of confusion around this topic, so I went ahead and created a Life Purpose Roadmap to help you gain clarity on your purpose. You can download your free PDF, Life Purpose Roadmap, at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose. It'll walk you through the seven simple steps to prospering in your purpose. Also, for the next 40 days, I'll be sending you a daily email guide that will help you unlock the full power of the roadmap. These emails are designed to make it that much easier for you to implement the roadmap and succeed in your God-given assignment. It's free. Just go download the Life Purpose Roadmap PDF at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose.